Hello, everybody. It's me, Alexandria, the host of Pessimism at its Finest. This episode is going to start off with a critique. And it's going to start off with a critique of a free Nickelback concert that I went to last Friday. And I wanted to record this a little bit earlier. I just did not have the time to sit down and do so. So I'm going to do it right now. This beginning of this episode is specifically dedicated to the Toronto International Film Festival, better known by the acronym of TIFF. And we need to talk about the tent in the room. The big ass white tent in the room. First of all, Nickelback is a Canadian treasure. They've given us some good bangers. I love a lot of their songs, but we also love to hate them. Or hate to love, as the movie is called. First things first, we got free tickets to the film, which I'm so grateful and privileged that that was afforded to us. But having said that, Nickelback offered to perform a free concert for the fans downtown Toronto and King Street West, which was amazing. Couple complaints were that there were vendors on the street, I believe they were a part of Black owned TO, and they were not able to make sales because the crowd was obstructing their tents. I think it's wild that you'd put vendors in the same area as you're having this big concert, which you have to expect a large crowd for because Nickelback is one of the biggest Canadian bands of all time. But furthermore, you should have kind of told the vendors on this day, you need to pack up early because you could be obstructed and it could be hard for you to get out with your materials. So I think that you could tell that there wasn't great communication or coordination between TIFF and the vendors there. The next thing I'm going to say, though, is there was a tent right in front of the stage, a big white tent, massive white tent. It was next to impossible to see Nickelback unless they came to the far left corner of the stage. You couldn't see them play. You couldn't see Chad Kroger sing. You couldn't even see what was they were showing on the screen properly. It was like, I understand that it's free, but it was really giving free. And I don't understand how at some point nobody at TIFF looked at this tent and was like, we should dismantle it. I understand if there was like a safety concern at that point that caused them to not be able to dismantle it. But the entire design of the venue was just poor. Even the way that they had people stand to watch the concert on the street was just poor. The barricades were put in the strangest of places. Um, Whoever was responsible for the concert street design needs to be like probably reassigned to a different job. Not that one. No, I didn't say fired. I said reassigned. That's not the job for them. Another thing I want to say is, and I believe this is probably due to sound regulations because there were condos right um, to the left of the stage, but it was just far too quiet. Far, far, far too quiet for a concert. And again, it was giving free. 
It was giving free in every way, shape, or form. And I understand we want to comply with the city of Toronto sound regulations, but it was just given free in every way, shape, or form. And I think that you can do free things, but you could do them well. And that was executed so poorly for the performer you had, the venue you had, and for the type of festival it was. And especially in a festival in the middle of a strike where you don't really have celebrities, why would you do this? So that was a big L on Tiff's behalf. Nickelback did the best they could with the tools they had. Thank you, Nickelback. But that was a major L Tiff. If you ever listen to this episode or anybody there listens to this episode, great addition to do concerts in the street, horrible execution. I haven't been back to Festival Street this year. I think this is the first year I haven't spent any time on Festival Street, which is really rare for me. I'm usually there like all the time. But I don't know. I, I'm going to do TIFF next, not next week. I'm going to be doing TIFF later this week, this weekend, you know, round it off, end it off. But I think the reason why I didn't pick up a lot of tickets, even though they were free and I'm, and I'm a member, is that a lot of the premieres happened within the workday this year. And usually they happen after work. And I just want to know why it was done this way this year. If you want, to get the most bang for your buck with those big movies, you definitely want to make them after work. Most of the population has to work. And they need to go back to tiered costing tickets at the big venues like Roy Thompson Hall, Princess of Wales, because that $88 per film ain't hitting. Ain't hitting at all. That's just not me. And so you're doing these 12 p.m. lunchtime premieres. Half of Toronto has to work, more than half. We can't make it. So you're losing revenue in that respect. And it doesn't make any sense because you don't even have the celebrities to like validate the fact that they're in the middle of the day. Like people are not going to take time off work if there's like no incentive to do it. So I think some rejigging there definitely needed to happen. But it's just been quiet on the TIFF front this year. Again, it could be because there's not a lot of celebrity fanfare. The film listings look amazing. But This is the first year that I've just not been that enthusiastic about TIFF. And I feel like we're going to segue into a next topic. I feel like it's because after everything, the fifth and final film in the entire After franchise is coming out tomorrow on September 13th. And I'm going to see it. I'm, as I mentioned, I'm so excited, so committed. I will be having an episode recapping it coming out right after, not right after, but like within the next 24 hours after. And I personally think that that has like encapsulated my mental space and I don't have the desire to think about anything else until after I watch that. And then we're going to bang out TIFF. We're going to bang out TIFF Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I'm totally prepared for that. If I see any cool movies, I'll definitely discuss them in the, not the next episode, episode 70. And yeah, I want to do a little pop culture update. So the internet has been in shambles because apparently Chris Evans secretly got married. 
Now, I didn't realize that Chris Evans had actually deactivated his Instagram, and apparently it was due to the ambushing and the aggravation of his fans over him dating this Alba chick. Don't even know her name. And a lot of the uproar was the fact that she was 26 and he was 42. I don't know about you, but I'm finding age gap relationships to be super prominent these days, so it's not shocking my system in any way. But I think it didn't matter who it was. They were going to go crazy over who Chris Evans was dating because look at what they did when he was dating Jenny Slate. They were totally batshit crazy. So apparently he got married in a secret ceremony at his home and the internet's in shambles. They're freaking out. They're throwing up. And I'm just kind of like, you all need to chill. I'm going to be honest, the minute he started dating this girl, to me, he was just not that attractive anymore. And I've had this huge Chris Evans crush my entire life and it's just gone. Like it just doesn't exist anymore. So I need to find a new celebrity crush. That's, you know, because it's kind of over. It's so sad. But you know what? We'll find new celebrity crushes. They come and go. That's how it is. But I think the internet needs to chill. It's like... Let's go back to my favorite couple of the hour, Kylie Jenner and Timothy Tremblay. Guys, I know it's Chalamet, but I'm not going to like call him that. I'm just going to stick to Tremblay because I'm really committed and it rolls off the tongue. So Timothy and Kylie were spotted with their super, super, super razor-edged jaw lines at the United States Open, U.S. Open tennis match. And they were making out a corner, watching tennis, and looking like a cute couple. They're cute. I mean, she clearly is getting more attention and affection than she ever did with Travis Scott, so I'm happy for her. But, like, I still don't believe it's real. You know when I'll believe it's real? When he's on an episode of The Kardashians on Hulu. That's when I'll believe it's real. Or when she starts saying, Timothy, Stormy, Aerie, Kylie. Like, when she starts going like that, then I'll believe it's real. I don't know when that's going to happen, but, like, that's the only time I'm going to believe it's real. I wanted to talk about the fact that I was supposed to see Aerosmith. And Aerosmith, like, literally just canceled on me. So I was supposed to be seeing Aerosmith tonight, September 12th. But apparently Steven Tyler sang so aggressively that he caused his throat to bleed. So now I'm here recording an episode because, like, I can't see Aerosmith. Really devastated. So in February of next year, let's hope that his throat is healed and he can go for it. I also wanted to talk about this show I'm watching called Couples Therapy. And it was going well until I saw this couple named Annie and Mao. Mao is so hot, but he's different. Like he is so strange. And he says the rudest things to his wife. And I feel like I'm in a trance zone. And as I'm watching, I'm like, men are not this bad. Like Mao is in a league of his own. Like he makes bad men look good. That's how good he is. I think if you haven't watched Couples Therapy, please watch any Annie and Mal clips that you can. I'll put some in the show notes because you're just going to be so shocked and taken aback by the behavior of this man. And I think there should be more think pieces on Mal's behavior, 100%. Apparently, they're divorced now, though. So if you've seen the show, you can rest easy. And 
I actually wanted to talk about starting to socialize less. I feel like over the last couple of years, I've been super duper social and I have a lot of friends. I'm so blessed and so privileged to have those connections, but I feel like I need to work on more passion projects. I want to start going back to choir. I want to invest more time into making this podcast back to the quality that it used to be. I want to read more and like invest more in my bookstagram. So I think I'm going to try and socialize a bit less so that I can spend more time on passion projects and things that I really want to work on and figure out what that's going to look like. And that's all I think I have to talk about today. I'll be back with the next episode, which will be a recap of After Everything. I haven't decided if I'll make it like an actual episode or a bonus. So usually I make my movie reviews bonus episodes, but I feel like this deserves to be like its own episode. It's like an end of an era. So I'm excited and we'll see. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this like little recap of life. Bye.